Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is the podcast where I talk about how much I love the show Ghost Adventures and kind of recap the latest episodes. This is episode 47 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. Woo! This episode is talking about the episode of Ghost Adventures on Discovery Plus. It is season 24, episode 6, The Curse of Ranch Island, which in the episode it looked like neither a ranch nor an island, but that's okay. That's okay. That's the name of this place. So, The Curse of Ranch Island, Ghost Adventures. Okay, so this Ranch Island place is about seven miles south of the Las Vegas Strip. It sits on about three and a half acres, and it's like a community compound sort of living situation. There's about ten people living there right now. It looks like the owner may be the only male, and then there's like hot chicks living there. You know, they all have names like Abby and Brittany and... Camila and Mariah. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. But that, those are their names, actually. So it's a compound where the owner is Adam Sowell. And he purchased the land back in 2015. And sadly, sadly, he had a friend complete suicide on the property about a year prior to this filming of this episode. So that was very sad, and a lot of the investigation centers around the spirit of that guy, that guy who remains nameless throughout the entire episode to protect the innocent. So this little island, not ranch, not island, resort-type community is really pretty. It's got, like, tropical plants everywhere, and water flowing, like little rivers going through it, and waterfalls. It's really kind of like a little tropical paradise in Nevada, I guess. There's like all these little um, covered like places to sit, like little cabanas. It looks really relaxing. It's like a nice place. So apparently lots of people in this place have been experiencing paranormal activity or strange happenings. However, Adam himself, the owner of the ranch island, says he has not experienced anything. But Zach, when he's interviewing him, is like, maybe you're guarding yourself because you don't want to see something. But it wasn't clear. But yeah, it sounds like this guy is like kind of in denial. Anyway, so his friend hanged himself on the property and they're trying to figure out, was he influenced by a negative energy or what it was? 
They didn't say anything about whether anyone suspected he was going to do something like that or if he was depressed or whatever. So it sounds like it was kind of a surprise. So first of all, they interview this woman named Mariah who lives there. And she said that she encountered the spirit of a man, of the man who killed himself in her room. So Zach is, you know, in her room with her and he's like, well, since you've communicated with this guy before, why don't I give you the digital recorder and leave you in here and see if you can communicate with the guy. So he gives her the recorder, he leaves the room and they're all out in the hallway and she is asking questions, trying to make communication. And when we play back the recorder, you can hear a male voice, an EVP, on the recorder. You can't understand what he's saying, but it sounds like almost a clear, like a whole sentence. It's like, but we don't know what wuzza is. But that was kind of cool, because you can clearly hear a man's voice on the recorder. And they check the cameras to make sure none of them were talking, you know, because they were standing outside the room and maybe if they were talking, it could have gotten picked up by the recorder, but none of them were talking during the sound, the time that voice came through on the recorder. Doodly-doo. Okay. So the next person they talked to was Abby and strangely, they're interviewing her through a window. I guess that's, you know, ultra protection from COVID. And she says that she feels the presence of an older man, like around 76 years old, in the house. And they said that the original owner of the property was named John C. Miller. And he died on the property. And he was 74 when he died. So could this older man presence be John Miller. They don't know how he died or where on the property he died, but you know, they don't know if it was an accident or what happened. So there's a possibility of the original owner's spirit roaming this property as well. So Zach says that, you know, he suspects something negative might be there, like a spirit or something, and it's not letting these guys pass over you know, be rest in peace, like the original owner and this guy who completed suicide. So now they're talking with a resident named Camila, who she was on vacation, but she had a security camera set up in her room. And she, I can't remember where she said, Germany or somewhere, but she was out of the country, basically. And she got a notification that there was movement detected on the camera. So she checked out the video and she caught a bright light in her room on the security camera. And apparently this happened right before the friend completed suicide. So they're like speculating, was this the force that may have influenced him? What could that be? You know, what is this spirit or this image? They don't know. So Camila said that she also had seen a guy well, the bottom half of a guy, she saw like a gray human figure, the leg of him going through the wall and into Adam's room, the owner. So they go into Adam's room to check it out, and Zach immediately starts to feel dizzy, and he gets super sick, and he leaves the house, right? 
because he's like, I don't feel well. I need, I need to get out of here. Well, apparently, Zach feels so sick and so out of sorts that he gets in this car and leaves the entire property because he says he's, he feels terrible and he just needed to get away. And he says he never leaves location like that, so that was really weird. Meanwhile, while Zach is out and about, Aaron catches a blue light on the Polaroid camera. So he's shooting around with the Polaroid, and he catches this strange, it was like a little curvy line, but blue. That was really interesting. So Brittany, there's another resident named Brittany, and they interview her, and she said she felt the presence of the friend on this, like, balcony rooftop part of the compound where you can see over everything. And she said that that's where he liked to go. And they get kind of a different energy there. Brittany also was, I don't know, she was using the tarot cards before the interview, like trying to see how long it was going to go or how well it was going to go. And the hanged man card, tarot card, flew out of the deck, she said, or fell, who knows. But the hanged man apparently means someone being stuck and needs people to feel what he feels. So she was saying that the spirit possibly wants Zach to suffer and feel what this guy felt when he completed suicide. Because Brittany tells us about this rooftop place, all the guys go up to the rooftop. And they all say, like, it totally has a different energy up on the rooftop. So Aaron starts taking more Polaroids. He's taking, taking, taking. And again, he catches a blue light misty thing going down the stairs, I guess, from the rooftop area. So once again, that blue mist light thing shows up on the Polaroid. So the guys decide they're going to pull out the polterpod, which is like a spirit box. And they just start asking questions. And they get a whole series of male voice, of a, of a male voice saying things. They're not necessarily in response to their questions, it doesn't seem, because they just sort of keep popping out. But we don't, so we don't know what they mean or if they're like intelligent spirits or what it is. But they get the words or the phrases, got it, medium, which they think medium was Brittany, who was reading the tarot cards and got the hangman. So that's what they speculate medium means. Then they get the word hate, careful, and then they get, they get a sure, and then another got it. And in this, at this time, Jay is starting to feel a lot of anxiety. So then we cut to Zach in his car. He's heading back to location. He says he's still not feeling well, but says that if he's being affected by something dark that's there, he needs to be observed, which makes total sense. Because we got to see what's, what's affecting him and how it's affecting him and what could it be, right? And for his own safety, right? So the guys start the official lockdown. Everyone in the resort is gone. So they're like, it's super creepy here. There's nobody around and it's really, really dark. So everyone's gone. They decide to not have a nerve center and they take Jay with them wherever they go. So they go to the area where the guy hanged himself and, you know, they're talking to him. Jay sets up this Tesla coil in a circle 
right under the area where he hanged himself, which was this outdoor area. It was like a little outdoor cabana, I think they said a palapita. And he hanged himself from one of the wooden beams that supports this palapita or canopy or whatever it is. So he sets up this pole, this um, Tesla coil to kind of stir up the energy. So this, this coil is going to like charge the area with this energy, right? He hasn't turned it on yet. So Zach just starts talking to the guy, like trying to get him to communicate. And Zach is like, I felt what you were giving me and it scared me. So he wants to acknowledge to the guy that he felt those horrible feelings so he knows that he's like making communication with him and he's saying that it scared him. So Zach is then asking the guy like, hey, we need some more proof that he's with them. So he's like, come on, talk to us some more. We really want to talk to you. We want, to, we want some more proof. So Zach decides to go up and put the digital recorder on the top of the beam that the guy hanged himself from. So Zach is climbing up on this stool to place the digital recorder on top of the beam. And he all of a sudden feels this negative emotion come like crashing over him. And he like scurries down from the stool and like takes off, you know, a little bit. So Billy comes to find him and Billy's like, I totally know what's happening right now. I saw it. I saw it. And but Zach like can't respond to him. And it looks like Zach almost punches Billy. I guess he kind of shoves him because Billy comes up to him and is like, I, I know what happened. I know what happened. And Zach's like, like really aggressive. He's like feeling all these negative emotions. And he gets really aggressive and he pushes Billy. And he's just like, get away. And right as that's happening, the X camera catches this misty ball of light or a ball of mist on the camera coming out like behind Billy. So that's pretty cool. So we see this on camera. Zach is being completely affected by whatever that was when he climbed up the stool to put the recorder on there. You know, things are ramping up, right? So Billy continues to say, I know what happened, why you got so affected. He said, I saw it happening. He said, you got up on that stool like someone climbing up to the beam, perhaps to hang himself, right? And he said, you got on that step stool and was like, you were recreating what happened. So like, kind of recreating the horrible event of that guy hanging himself there. So that's what Billy said he thinks happened, because it was like too real. So Zach says that when he got up there, what he was feeling he said it felt like something grabbed him. He compared it to the time at Ripley's, believe it or not, where he was holding the mummy foot and felt this like horrible fear or whatever. He said that when he got up there, he felt, quote, a moment of mortality, end quote. He said it was fear beyond fear. He said it was such an unbelievable fear that he had to like rush down and he actually laid down on the ground and said he felt this incredible sadness and he felt like he was almost going to cry because of it. So he might have been feeling what the guy was feeling when 
he was about to complete suicide, you know. He must have been feeling helpless, afraid, scared, you know, all these really negative emotions that were really overwhelming. So Zach was feeling those feelings. And that one woman actually said, she said, so Brittany was the one who said that that this guy said or is communicating that he wants Zach to feel the suffering that he felt. So if Zach was feeling those emotions um, of someone about to complete suicide, I think he made it loud and clear. It worked. So all of a sudden they're standing there and Zach feels a rush of cold energy come by. And then, so at first, like, Jay is like, oh, I feel it too, I felt it too. And then, so all the guys come around and they feel this, like, super cold energy, like, they say, like, frozen air, like being in a freezer, right? They're like, oh my God, it's like 20 degrees colder than right over here, you know? Where, wherever Aaron was standing before, he comes over and he's like, oh my God, this is completely cold. So Zach then stands in the middle of the Tesla coil, the energy circle made by the Tesla coil by Jay. And he starts to use the APF processor. It's like another communication device where you get voices. And a male voice comes through and says, I'm coming. Spooky. Okay. So then the guys feel another rush of energy. And Jay, like, freaks out because he says he feels like something came up behind him and pushed down on his shoulders. And then Aaron, all of a sudden, he says he starts to feel really angry. So they start using the SLS camera to see if they can figure, see any, you know, figure around there who might be making them feel all these different things and who might be the energy that's around them. So they're shooting up to the beam where the guy, you know, used a rope around that beam to hang himself. And on the SLS camera, this weird figure pops up right on the beam, right where the rope was and the digital recorder was. And it looks like, it, I mean, it's hard to say if it's human or not because it seems kind of like a scrambled jumble of limbs or whatever. It's like maybe it's just an energy blob and it's just trying to map something. But it shows up right there on the beam where the rope was and and then just disappears. So Aaron is trying to communicate. He's like talking, he's trying to get some some response. Billy then is shooting the SLS camera still and he shoots it right next to Aaron and the uh, total like person figure shows up right next to Aaron on the SLS and then just sort of steps off camera. Like, it was kind of cool. It was Definitely like a human figure and just showed up next to Aaron and then stepped away. So while all this is happening, something weird happens. You know, Zach is filming what's going on and everything while this SLS is happening with next to Aaron. And Zach says, like kind of mumbles, like in a deep voice, go to the house. Like just for some reason. I don't know if something possessed him to say that. But it was just super weird. He just all of a sudden go to the house. And so they're all like, all right, let's go I'll go to the house. So they all go to the house. And they're inside. And they hear a big thump on the wall. And Aaron says it sounded like the wall just shook. It was like a really loud thunk that happened. You could hear it on the camera. And then all of a sudden you can hear like these really faint like footsteps on the audio. 
And Jay hears it too. And he's like, you know, motioning like, I hear footsteps. And I'm like, I hear footsteps too. So totally some footsteps caught on the X camera. So then they just cut to some clips of the X camera that was just sitting in these other rooms. And they caught some very strange, unexplained sounds while there's nobody in those rooms. One, the first sound sounded like shuffling, like a shuffling sound, or it could have been like a deep vocal sound, almost like a like something like that. I don't know. It was weird. And then you hear a thump. So whatever that thump was, I don't know. So that was really cool too. More things caught on camera. So then the guys decide to go to the part of the house where the owner lives and they go to investigate his room and his space because that woman had seen those you know legs go into his his room so they want to see if like there's something there so jay sets up this infrared laser grid down the hallway to see if he can catch anything moving and then he starts to do an evp session with the recorder so he's kind of segregated in a bedroom all by himself and he's doing these experiments with the digital recorder and he's like sitting on someone's bed all of a sudden he hears this weird loud scraping scratching sound it was really strange and Jay's like oh my god I feel like I'm frozen right now like he couldn't move it was a really creepy sound again so then Zach is in the other part of the house and he's taking pictures with like a digital camera and he's taking, you know, like he usually does is he takes an entire series of photos so he can um, compare one photo to the other to make sure like if it's in one photo but not in the other, what is going on, right? So he likes to take a series of photos to see if he gets something, if he can back it up by, you know, seeing if it's a shadow or what it is. Um, so he's taken the pictures and Aaron and Billy are in the room too, but they're standing still like off to the side of where Zach is taking pictures. So he's like kind of shooting down this hallway next to where Aaron is. So you can see Aaron in the photo, but on one of the pictures, Zach catches this like guy standing behind Aaron. And it's kind of strange because it's you would think at first that maybe it's Aaron's shadow. It kind of looks, because it's gray, like it's kind of dark gray and black. So you think, oh, maybe it's a shadow. So Zach, but Zach is like, hold on, hold on. And he makes Aaron and Billy stay exactly where they were. And he keeps taking a whole mess of pictures, trying to debunk it, you know. But they show that Aaron's shadow is actually on the other wall. So there, and that was the only picture they catch this figure. And it's a really kind of cool figure because it's like kind of gray and it looks like blurry almost and it blocks out the wall and the doorway behind it so if it was like a transparent shadow you would see right through it right it would be a, a light gray shadow and you could see the doorway and everything behind it like through it this it was like obscuring the doorway and everything with it so it's like it had mass or something so, and then its head was like really dark, like almost like it had either dark hair or it was just a dark head. And it was just kind of 
sitting there, a little strange like, but it totally looked like a guy standing there. And it looked as though it wasn't just a shadow, right? And they couldn't debunk it. And Zach's even like, you know, I try to debunk these things. He's like, everybody watching, I want, I, you know that I want to debunk these things, especially like shadows. So I'm, that's why I keep trying all these different things to see, you know, because I don't, doesn't want there to be any question whether it was real or not, right? So he's like, everybody at home, this is why I'm doing this, and it's really important to do. He's just trying everything to recreate what might have happened, to debunk it, and he can't. Zach decides to go up these stairs, and it's the stairs that Aaron and Billy were shooting with the Polaroid earlier. Okay, Zach is about to go up the stairs, and he sees the image of a guy standing on the top of the stairs. And he's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, guys. And he like calls everybody over. He's like, he's like, I totally just saw this guy on the top of the stairs. He, he kind of says like with my like mind's eye or something, you know, he saw it. And Zach has said these kind of things before where he can like sort of see something that's not necessarily there, but it's there. Like, I don't, it's hard. It's hard to explain. But he said like in my mind's eye. I saw this guy on the top of the stairs and totally freaked him out. So he like was calling the guys over to be like, watch, see, see if you see anything. And Aaron is like, oh, at the top of the stairs there? He said, that's where I caught that other blue misty light when I was shooting the Polaroid down the stairs with Billy. Zach's like, okay, that's, that's a weird coincidence, right? So Zach starts to go up the stairs and he's almost at the top, like there's a door at the top, he's almost there, and he hears this weird, like, screechy sound, like they say it sounds like a vocal, like a, a woman, like a witchy woman, you know, cackling like a witch or something, or, or just screeching, like, um, to me it sort of sounded almost like the sound a machine makes when it's about to start ramping up like but I don't know I couldn't because I couldn't hear any vocal tone in it but then again you know I'm just like on this side of the camera program so I wasn't there can't say but it was a very weird sound it was a very weird sound that came out of nowhere and Zach was so startled by it he like kind of walks backwards down the stairs like you know like oh my god oh my god oh my god like what the hell was that and they all heard it and it was super scary. So that was the evidence in the the Curse of Ranch Island episode of Ghost Adventures. So there's some. It was kind of a cool episode because it you know had some good backstory and a little bit of history. You know the weird things that kept happening to Zach, the way he was feeling, the, way, the fact that he had to leave. He was so he felt so sick that he had to leave, and then when he got so frightened and you know, sad when he was up, up on the stool, you know, by the the place where the guy hanged himself with a rope over that beam. But then there was all this other, like, evidence, right? There's, like, voices caught on the digital recorder, the polter pod, get a whole series of words and phrases all in the same voice. And then... There's the SLS figures. There's that weird one that pops up, like, right on the beam where the guy hanged himself. And then there's another SLS figure popped up next to Aaron. 
So, you know how I love the SLS camera. Those are one of my favorite things. So that was awesome. And then there's like all the like disembodied sounds, like the, the thumping and the scratching and the screeching. You know, we don't know what all that was. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, so lots of uh, good evidence, lots of compelling stuff. You know, like I like to say, you know, they use their bodies like instruments too. So they're always feeling stuff, like different energies, temperature changes, you know, emotions. So, like, they're using their bodies sort of as instruments, too, and then they're picking up all this other stuff on their scientific equipment, you know, like the SLS and the digital camera and the polder pod and those kind of things. So, it's just um, fascinating how they can use all those different tools and get some great evidence. So, yeah, that was good. That was good. All right, well, this was episode 47 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. It is the beginning of May, and it is warm here in Chicago, so I actually am wearing shorts today. Exciting. I had flip-flops on earlier. So much fun. More and more people are getting vaccinated, so things are hopefully going to get sort of normal soon. Let's hope. Let's hope. So get your vaccine. If you don't, didn't already get it, they're widely available, so if you need help, you know, go online, help ask a friend for help help you find a place to get registered or signed up sometimes you can like I was just went to CVS to pick up my prescriptions and the pharmacist was like do you need a vaccine because I have an extra one and I'm like oh I'm like thanks so much but you know I already, I'm already fully vaccinated so I don't need a vaccine and he's like oh, okay you know I just don't want it to go to waste so like there are opportunities for vaccines everywhere sometimes when you least expect it all right so thank you so much for listening. Please send me an email at iloveghostadventurespodcast at gmail.com. Follow the show on the Twitter at ilovegacpodcast on the Twitter. Um, there's a website now. There's my personal website that's called uh, lynnrobertscomedy.com. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. You guys are the best. All right, please like, subscribe, comment. We got to get this podcast more visible. All right, thanks so much. And I guess I'll just talk at you later. Okay, bye-bye.